Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm really excited for this particular episode because she's been through like an amazing journey. So I really wanted to talk to her about everything. But yeah, we're just going to knock down boundaries and be completely transparent with you about our lives and what it's like really being in Malaysian. So... Yes, thank you so oh, much for having crazy. me. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is insane. I think what people have to realize is that you're like all the way in the US. Like you're not even in Malaysia right now. <laughs> yes, I am stuck here um, during this crazy time. I'd love to be back home, but I, I'm also really grateful that at least I have a safe place to stay right now. Yeah, I think that's what's best, really. Exactly. So like, we should give a backstory on like how we really know each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually also maybe don't necessarily know how we know each other. I just kind of feel like I just know you. Um, yeah. We've got a mutual friend, Gianna. Yeah. Yes. And We met like one time, I think, in person. But like other than that, we've just like been like hyping each other up on Instagram. <laughs> I think exactly. that's like the relationship like that we have. The, the perfect description of our relationship. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think what people have to keep in mind when listening is that we are literally not professionals. So all the advice given is to our knowledge. We're exactly. literally just youths and we're like tackling our way through life. And like all the guests, like Nuha's literally sharing her life experience and her story. So please just be open-minded. Please be forthcoming with what you say about it. So yeah, let's just get back, like right into it jump in let's do it okay so do you want to tell everyone like why you're in the U.S. like how you like applied for schools yes okay so I'm currently in New York studying acting um I'm in my first year of drama school and it's been quite a crazy ride um obviously it's not the most traditional uh career path for anyone um but especially I guess maybe as a Malaysian it's a little bit less traditional um, but it's, uh, it's been so lovely so far and I've, I've gotten a tremendous amount of support, which I honestly didn't expect I would get like, um, tr- uh, um, going from high school, jumping into drama school straight after was actually really scary. I didn't think my parents were going to be very supportive. Um, I was so scared shitless, um, that I applied to schools in secret because I didn't know what they were going to say, but I knew it's something I really wanted to do. So like while we were all studying in our final year of high school, I like went in secret and applied to a bunch of drama schools and did online auditions without anyone knowing. And then once um, I got accepted, I would, I, I told my parents, and I was like, hey guys, I know this is a bit scary, but um, it's something I really want to do. And I'd love it if you guys would support me, but I applied to drama schools and I got in and I think I'm going to go. Um, and that's kind of just how I ended up here. My parents were so lovely and so supportive. And I'm so lucky because I know not everybody gets, you know, that opportunity and that chance to be so supported by the people that they love. But yeah, yeah. that's how that's I'm here. That's crazy. That's, yeah. that's insane. Like uh, the it's fact that you had so to... Cl- yeah, exactly. Like, that all I, of it by yourself. Yeah, that too. I just, I'm also a little bit disappointed that I felt the need to keep it as a secret because of, you know, like... 
how it's perceived. You think like it's such a bad thing for you to go after what you love doing, but it's it's not really. I mean, not there's not one career path and there's not one singular journey that everybody has to go on. You know, it's it's not just black yeah. and white. It's so different and it, it's still different for so many people. I think it's yeah. like really like scary because like especially with like Malaysia as a whole, our country mm-hmm. is like so close minded to the like to like even like thinking about letting kids like apply for like the art based subjects and I think that's what's like holding a lot of us back. And exactly. I think like you're one of like one out of many like people who've been able to like share their success stories and like share their like experience about like pursuing their dreams and like not like fitting into that traditional like oh like math science like yeah and again that place yeah exactly exactly and it's again like I feel so lucky because I don't know how many other people would have gotten away with it and I hate to even say gotten away with it because it should be your choice completely what it is you want Mm -hmm. to pursue but the fact that you know, my parents were like, okay, this isn't necessarily what we saw you doing or necessarily what we might have wanted for you, but we're going to support you because this is what you really want. And clearly you want it enough to go behind our backs and apply in secret. Um, but I know not other, not many others are as lucky as me to have parents who will look at it in my way and, you know, kind yeah. of, yeah. Um, so that's insane. I think that's crazy. And I feel like we are progressing a whole lot more where other people, you know, find it okay to venture off to different careers, um, different types of careers and different types of um, um, paths. But it's still, like I said, it's still not as, I don't know what the word is. Um, Accepted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's like so horrible because like it's just like it's not like a representation of like people in Malaysia but I think we're just so set in like that old mind like that old standard of like you need to be traditional you need to be a lawyer you need to be a doctor you need to be like Mm -hmm. in that like yeah type of like industry exactly it's like okay we know this works so why fix something that isn't broken but it's not necessarily it's like it's yes it works but it's not the only option and sometimes I think we have to take into account that happiness and um, a pursuit for something that you really love can be just as important as something that's financially stable yeah exactly I think it comes with it comes with like um passion but also like you can't hold yourself back when you're happy about doing something you need to like actually like follow that like passion you can't just be like okay I don't want to do this because people don't think it's good enough for me because I think that's the worst way to think because that will make you hate what you're doing in life and hate like where you're at with the generation before us I think they were stuck in that like if you look at the like figures like I'm not I'm not saying I did like loads of research but like <laughs> you sure <laughs> no but like if you see like like you like even from like family like you can hear about like what they've been through and like you can hear like the yeah. struggle that they've been through like with doing what like we didn't do like following like that like economical scientific yeah. pathway and it's just like they followed that because they were like stuck in that like expectation to yeah. do so 
And I think that was just really horrible. Yeah. And again, it's, I mean, obviously, um, living life where that is your career and that is your number one thing is it it's not all bad I mean I'm sure there are some people who genuinely care about those things and who yeah. are really passionate about the job that they've taken and the, the path that they've taken but for the most part if it's pushed on you and it becomes an expectation or like a rite of passage that this is where you're going to end up from the get-go and it's not really mm-hmm. your choice and it's just, it's I can't imagine it being you know as fulfilling as it is of finding your own like standpoint and where you are in life and finding your own path and finding your own, what's the word? Uh, you know, finding yourself and being like, okay, this is me. This is what I want to do. This is how I feel I can contribute back to society, back to the world. And I, and I feel like if I love it so much, I know I'll do a good job and that I'll put in the effort um, yeah. rather than being forced to do something that you really just aren't happy doing. Did you feel um, a lot of pressure about being Malaysian and like being in the country with like all these like people like making like choices for you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always going to feel a bit like that, I guess, even now that I, I, I say I'm a bit more detached because I'm here and I don't necessarily feel the pressures of, you know, living up to a certain um, standard of, of how people back in Malaysia would kind of want me to live up to. But that being said, it's like, I, it feels sort of engraved, which is a horrible thing to say. But I think the more that you can acknowledge that it's, it's, a, it's a very strong thing that goes on where, you know, you look to people. I mean, I feel like everyone's just got a certain standard that they maybe themselves would like to live up to, therefore would like other people to see other people live up to. And Mm -hmm. definitely there was that pressure of needing a certain, you know, checklist or like ticking off the little criteria and checklist to be the perfect little Malay girl, you know, to all your like families or relatives or your teachers. But then it's like, once you realize that there's no checklist or standard for a perfect, you know, Malay girl, that you are your own person and you're, race or your culture does not define you but is just Mm -hmm. a big part of who you are then you're like okay I I don't need to meet these certain um checkpoints you know it's like I'm my own person I there's no right way to be a fucking Malay girl there really isn't um yeah Yeah. you compare our lives like now to when like before we moved and before we had that change you could see like so many like big differences especially like to do with like our confidence and like how we held ourselves and how we interacted like socially yeah for sure and a lot a lot of the times people are gonna you know like at least for me a lot of the times now if I if I talk to friends back home they're like oh my gosh you've changed so much and it's like well I mean yeah of course I have it's it's I've, I've grown I've, I've I've developed new experiences therefore of course I've changed but it doesn't make me any less of a Malaysian as I was when I was living back home it doesn't make me any less of me as I was you know I just I have now taken taken on new life experiences and mm-hmm. that's just become you know it's now become a new addition to who I am as a person yeah. but definitely I think one of the biggest biggest changes is that I feel more confident and comfortable and like me mm-hmm. and more open yeah. yeah I don't feel so restricted and maybe that's why there might be such a big difference it's because it's like whoa I've never seen this side of you before it's like yeah maybe because I feel like I've I've felt like I've had to repress this side for so long but now I feel a certain comfort and sense of being okay with being open with who I am mm-hmm. 
and embracing it rather than pushing that down to meet a certain, you know, like standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I think when people define changing personalities, I think that's like a real, like, that's a massive stretch because I don't think you change your like personality. I don't think you change the person. You're like suppressing that, like you're suppressing who you are. And then like, obviously along the like years, you like, you like show that side. You like reveal like to your peers and to your family, like this is who I am. Like you haven't seen it, but like, that's because I haven't been comfortable enough to show, show you this side before. And I think what people have to get is that like this generation in particular we're so used to suppressing how we truly are and how we truly feel to the point where like it may look like it's sudden and it may look like oh we're just putting up an act but we're really not we're just like trying to like slowly unveil ourselves but like it's hard especially with like the way society is the way culture the culture is right like right now with like social yeah, like there's so many bad effects when it comes to social media. Oh yes, for sure. Um, and like, I just have to say, like, I honestly think even if I did stay in Malaysia, I would have changed as well because I'm constantly growing and I'm constantly, you know, you're constantly changing, you're constantly evolving. It's just because of the situation that I'm in, where I'm in New York, I am experiencing things that I probably haven't experienced. I probably wouldn't have experienced if I was back home. Do you know what I mean? So therefore, yeah. of course, I'm going to change and grow in maybe a different way than you might think I would. But it's it's all in the same, and it's all because I'm I'm just I'm growing and turning into my own person, my own person. And mm-hmm. like you like you mentioned before, social media that definitely plays a huge role in. Especially, I mean, it's a good thing because you get to stay in touch with all your friends, you know, who have now dispersed mm-hmm. to all different you know points of the world like you and me um but then with that also comes the look of oh wow you you're really you're turning into oh wow you're really turning into someone else you really feel comfortable posting that oh my gosh you're so westernized you're so americanized oh my gosh look Mm -hmm. i can see your shoulder (laughs) it's like what do you mean um yeah i hate when people say that because it's like and then you get texts from your family they're like cover cover yourself up delete that picture and you're like what the hell like what the fuck like just let me be who who I want to be let me be let me dress the way I want to dress like if I'm comfortable doing that then I should be allowed to like exactly we're not like actually revealing like our tits we're not like showing like every inch of our body but like exactly and even if you chose to that would be okay because yeah you're not harming anybody you're honestly not hurting anyone, so why, why then? Why is it so offensive? Why is I think it so that, like? Yeah, when it comes to like posting on social media, mm-hmm. like it used to be like when in, what Instagram used to be like. You need to post like pictures that fit your feed. You have to post pictures that will fit the color yes. of your feed. But like mm-hmm. right now, social media is like so free in whatever you do. So it's like yeah. you could post about literally anything. But people post pictures of themselves. People post pictures of things that make them happy. Nothing to do with like pleasing other people. Nothing Mm -hmm. to do with anything else. You just need to remember that like we're all trying to be ourselves and we're all trying to work our way through this scary life. And we're living our lives the the best way we can, really. Exactly. And that's, I mean, and I feel like that's, that's the whole point of keeping a social media account is so that you can share these 
moments with the people that you love, you know, keep them in, you know, keep them in the loop of what's going on in your life if you choose to. And it's, therefore, it should be okay to post quite literally anything you want, as long as you are not harming somebody else, or, you know, as long as you're not, um, uh, shouting out hate crimes from the rooftop. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. if I post a photograph of me in a tank top, I, I, I will get, t- I, like, I'll get texts from my mom being like, hey, listen, I saw it. Like, I heard, not even I saw, I heard about what you posted. Like, other people yeah. have gone and reported it over to my mom and be like, Do you I know heard how about sad that is? It's like, exactly. do you have anything better to do than just, like, show it to my entire family so that they can like pick up more flaws like I think like there's that in Asian cultures particularly like Malaysian cultures it's Mm. not like your parents and your family are trying to be so mean to you but it's just that they have no filter and they (laughs) say really mean and horrible things but they don't try and offend you and they don't try and hurt you like the countless amount of times that my mom's been like putting a little bit of weight I was like, and then I'd be like, and then I would tell tell my friends from home, and then yeah. they would be like, what? From not from home, but from the UK, like, what the hell? Like, why would you let your mom say something like that to you? And I'm just like, I'm so used to it to the point where yeah. I'm like, this is what happens when I come back home. Like, yes, yeah, exactly. It's you. You get used to it because that's what it's like. You go to a family occasion, and especially if you haven't seen them in so long, you you know you go and they'll mention a little thing of like oh you put on a bit of weight yeah it's like are you yeah, okay I hate that. It's, always, like, it's always the follow-up question is are you okay after you put on a little weight and you're like what do you mean <laughs> am I okay yes I'm fine <laughs> like first of all you don't have to tell me if I put on weight or not I live with my body therefore I know the fluctuations it goes through I know the yeah. state it's in and like and it's okay if I feel good about my new additional weight it's okay if I don't feel good about my new additional weight. That's for me to feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. you don't have the right to bring it up and be like, hey, listen, you put on a little bit of weight. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> you. Yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, if I wasn't, so I'll many let you misconceptions. Know. Yeah, exactly. It's like talking to my like 30 year old cousin, like, okay, if I'm not fine, I'll give you a call. But thank you. I mean, like, thank you for caring. But. <laughs> Yeah. My weight shouldn't be a determination of whether or not my mental health is. You know what I mean? Like whether or not I'm okay if I put it's on. It's so a different. If you're it's obviously so different. like Two completely going different things. something, you're never gonna like admit it that they're suffering. But like, there's a difference between showing, like, expressing and like talking about your story to just posting about it and just like doing it for attention. And I think like, especially in Malaysia, people like they're like oh, if you put on a little bit of weight, you're going through something. But it's, it's like... It's a bad thing. It's not. It's not a bad thing. Like, sometimes it? that fat on your body is muscle. Like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, that like... Is, and it's even if like, it isn't muscle, it doesn't mean that my life is now crashing down and burning because no, I yeah, put of course on not. It doesn't make me any less of a good person or any less healthy if I have additional pounds. It doesn't make me any less perfect if I put on weight it doesn't at all and I hate that that's the standpoint uh the standard sorry yeah. I hate that standard of you know living a good life is staying fit yeah. staying skinny which I guess it's a universal thing but definitely yeah. in Malaysia it's like it's again, so it's so, it's so strong in Malaysia yeah yes. you're like 
<laughs> like I will come like, home. You have to be yeah. so skinny. You have to like, like it's just like I don't have to look like a stick for you. Like no. if I put extra weight on in my butt or in my legs, like that's fine. In my arms, mm-hmm. completely fine. And it has nothing to do with you. It really yeah. doesn't. How I choose to live in my body is completely up to me and only for me. I do not need to explain myself to you if I put on weight or if I lose weight. I don't need to explain myself to you. And if you want to say something about it, I get that that's just how it's been and therefore it's embedded into everybody's mind that's socially okay to do in public in front of everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. I get that it's you looking out for me, but just know that, like, I'm not going to give you a response of, like, you know, like, oh, yes, you're right, actually, I should hit the gym because you think I don't look good because you think I, the the additional weight does not suit me or help me. There's no point in, like, killing yourself in the gym so that you could have, like, that body that people want you to have. Like, it's, like, why why do that for, for, like, other people? Like, if you're you're happy with your body – with yourself then mm-hmm. that should be okay that should be celebrated not like exactly. put down and like made out to feel like oh my god like that's so you're so <laughs> ugly so you're so bad. bad your life yeah. is so bad like it's like no it's, way it really isn't yeah and I think we're getting better definitely like yeah for sure baby steps but it, it's still a thing where it's like I won't go home for a year and a half and then I'll finally be able to come home. And the first, the first things I hear out of the mouths of the people I love, I love and care about are, oh my gosh, you put on weight. Are you okay? Oh my God. Like, thank you for, thank you for caring. <laughs> but let's, let's talk about, like, let's talk about literally anything else. It's fine. You don't, we don't need to dive into how I look right now. Yeah. I feel happy and I feel content. And that's honestly all that matters. I think the more you poke at flaws, the more you break down a person. Exactly. And I, yeah. Like, that's just horrible. Like you're laying yourself down, but you're also letting another person down. And it's just like yeah. that person is going to remember what you said to that to her or to him. Mm-hmm. And she's going to hold that in her head mm-hmm. or his head. And it's just going to be never ending. Yeah. And like, I think people have to realize that like you have to think before you say something because like, exactly. If that, if that thing is going to affect someone else, like, don't say it at all. Like, there's no point in saying it. Yeah, there really isn't. Unless, yeah, exactly. You said it perfectly. Um, and that, again, comes, like, comes right back to social media where some people feel like they have a right to yeah. tell you how to dress. Or, like, I recently got a comment on a post of mine where I think I was at, like, a music festival. And so I, I put on, I was wearing jeans and like a bikini top and right. um, like just some jewelry. And I just, I felt good about the, the outfit. It, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I look awesome. And I posted mm-hmm. that. And then I, um, one of my friends commented something like, oh, you're like, um, you, you have such a good outfit or like cute fit. And then this Malay guy felt like he had the need to comment, yeah, but you look cuter in a baju kurong. And I was like, okay. What? Uh, I was oh like, my god. That's like, <laughs> I don't that's even know. too intense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's not okay like, with that. Like, why would you go out of your way to comment something that, you know, obviously you might have good intentions, but to comment something 
like that and put me down like that for something that I might ne- like might feel a little bit good about and I was just like yeah I agree but uh, no, I didn't say I agree what, 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 let me pull up the post so that I do not uh, misquote myself one second um, <laughs> I was like wait a minute um, yeah and I was just like I mean I think everyone can look cute in absolutely anything clothes shouldn't define that yeah. you know what I mean and that's what it should mm-hmm. be and it's like like it comes to a point where everybody feels like they're entitled to say absolutely anything about your body or your appearance or your personality that they just do. Where it's, no, you don't have the right to that. You are allowed your opinions. Like you're allowed your opinions, you're allowed your thoughts, but you aren't allowed to put me down for something that I believe in or for a standpoint that I feel so strongly about. You can have your opinions, but that also means that I can have mine. And therefore, yeah. no one's wrong or right. So you can't put me down for something that I might not believe in or that's something I do believe in. Oh my God, yeah. I, I literally just saw your comment. Just yeah, like, I was just like, what like, you can't be the fucking bunch of Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bros? <laughs> like, I, yeah. Hell that's yeah, so horrible. It's so horrible out of nowhere. And also like that post he caught he I like that post was back in October and he had to leave he left that comment like three weeks ago. Out of no nowhere. No way. That's crazy. Thank you, mate. Like yeah, but you know how beautiful is I have no idea who he is. Um, <laughs> like yeah, but you guys are nice as well. Yeah, that makes it even worse. Like, yeah, bajukurongs are nice as well. And of course, I love I love getting into a good bajukurong and you know, loving how that makes love I love how that makes me feel, but also I like wearing shit like this too. So, there shouldn't be a wrong or right way to dress. Like, I like both. Therefore, sometimes I'll wear a bajukurong if I want to. Sometimes I wash I'll wear stuff like this. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I'm I not like hurting that's like you. such a horrible like thing to say like yeah. You would look better if you wear this. You would look better if you wear this. Like, you yeah. have no right to comment on what I want to wear. You have no right to yeah. comment on, like, what I would look better in. If I feel confident in what I'm wearing, then exactly. I, look, I look fucking sexy. I look so <laughs> good. I think that's what, like, people have to be like, yeah, you do look good. Yeah, you yeah. look banging. Like, this yeah, is why, like, like you look happy. What's yeah. most important is that, oh my God, you look so happy and you look so confident in what you're yeah. wearing. That's what people should embrace, not whether or not, oh, this is a bit too um, showy-showy or, oh, you know, this is that so fine. I've heard showy-showy so often, especially in Malaysia. They're like, oh my God, you're showing too much skin. What are you doing? First of all, we are, we are a tropical country listen yeah, oh my God. it is hot all year round and you don't understand going up having to wear leggings underneath my shorts I don't know if you went through that trend but wearing leggings underneath my shorts on like a particularly hot day because I couldn't wear a skirt or like you know I couldn't wear shorts because it wasn't respectful was just like I I mean obviously I mean obviously also it's like I don't know how to explain this because it's such a um tricky situation like tricky topic of discussion but like obviously yes it's a sign of respect of like okay if you respect someone you're not gonna show too much of your skin or like your religion you know what I mean where it's like oh you all right 
like you only show your hair and your skin to um, your husband, which is definitely like, I definitely respect that. And it's, it's part of our religion. Um, um, And growing up, you know, I I don't know where this thought train of thought is going. Um, (laughs) Never mind. Uh, No, I completely get what you mean because like, especially with like Malaysian culture, you need to cover Mm -hmm. up and you need to like wear things under your clothes and you can never feel like what you you're doing is enough. And I think that's like so horrible. And it's like, you need to do these extra things to like please other people. But like, this is why like, it's horrible to say, but like when we move to like different countries, like obviously like like the US and I moved to the UK, when we could wear what we want and not be judged, it's like, whoa, oh my God. Exactly. It's like you said, it was, it's for other people. Like it shouldn't be something you do to please other people. It should be something you do by choice. If you choose to cover up and if you choose to follow certain rules, it should be your choice. It should be mm-hmm. because you found a calling in certain rules. It should be because you're like, oh, wow, I agree with this. Actually, yes, this feels like this will serve me. Therefore, yeah. I am going to live my life like this. It shouldn't be because it has been forced upon or pushed down on push down on you and I think maybe that's why like coming here and feeling like the weight's been lifted or like mm-hmm. wow I have no pressure to follow certain rules unless I truly really want to unless yeah. I truly yeah feel like this is something I want to do that's probably why I feel like I've maybe gotten a bit more free a little bit more open and mm-hmm. trying to figure it out for myself you know I feel like we so much of the time we spend growing up listening to all these rules and regulations that other mm-hmm. people other people have found faith in, therefore they have followed. But they're not necessarily yeah. things that we've found faith in and that we feel like we should follow. And I think coming mm-hmm. here, it's it's been a lot about putting it together for myself, finding yeah, exactly. things I agree with and don't agree with and truly finding my balance and like my place in this whole this whole um situation of it all yeah exactly and i think that like when it comes to like growing up and moving to like a different country starting a whole life again it Mm. it's like you need to like do things for yourself obviously it takes like responsibility and then when you come back here obviously you're going to be different obviously you're going to have a different vibe about you but that's just Mm. because you've lived your life and you've like learned new things how to adapt by like by living on your own and i think that's such a like big thing and it should be celebrated rather than put down like by saying Mm. like why are you dressing like that like you changed you've been whitewashed i hate that term whitewashed like because it's like how are we whitewashed like why are we trying to act like we're white like we're not like we're just definitely like implementing things that they have they have in their culture and ours yeah but maybe because we like it's exactly it's not whitewash it's it's implementing things from different cultures that we resonate with where it's like whoa actually i like doing that whoa actually Mm -hmm. i like this this holds my interest so I'm gonna take that yeah, and exactly. bring it into my life yeah exactly it's not whitewash that, like that's just like a horrible term and like when people are like oh why are you so westernized why are you so americanized or like oh, why I are you that? Like, like, British? and it's just like what the fuck what do you mean like no I'm still the same person I just like I've just grown to like certain things that maybe yeah. I would have been exposed to because I'm here because I'm in a different country, but it does not make me westernized or whitewashed. I'm still very much Malaysian, and I'm proud to be a Malaysian. I just also now have different interests and different likes. Yeah, like, sure. it's fine. 
Yeah. So yes, you definitely. have a major account public on Instagram. Like, why did I, you go through with that? Um, okay, well, I mean, honestly, for a very long time, I was very much that girl who definitely cared about what I put on my feed. For a long time, I definitely very much obsessed over everything I saw on Instagram. Um, and for the most part, that didn't necessarily include other Malaysian girls that um, kind of matched me, in a sense, where, like, I couldn't really go on Instagram and find, you know, necessarily a Malaysian girl who was, you know, open to being a bit more sexy or, you know, like, or care, like... Um. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, and that's it's not a, a bad thing. Again, like I think it's just that it's like once I acknowledge that this is who I am and that I am okay with it, and that I love the person that I have become and am constantly turning and to be and constantly going to be, I yeah. figured there was no reason to hide that. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a relatively open person um, socially, like when it comes to being in person with me. And so I figured, okay, um, there really shouldn't be anything hindering me from being that person online as well. I honestly just wasn't anything. It was just like, okay, I, um, I don't feel a need to hide. I feel like I should embrace who I am. And therefore, if I'm going to put something out there on the internet, I'm going to put it out there on the internet. That's completely my choice. And I'm going to expect, uh, I'm going to accept full responsibility for that. And it's, it was just a choice of like, okay, I like who I am. And so I'm just going to put that out there and embrace it. Yeah, um, yeah that's about it. I, I just stopped giving like, fucks. Yeah, yeah, that's the best thing you can really do. Because, like, yeah. especially with, like, the society we live in, like, not, like, generally, like, Malaysian in particular, but, like, mm-hmm. the whole world, like, we are all really quick to, like, judge. We're all really quick to, like, make accusations, assumptions yeah. of things that we see. But we don't actually know what's behind that picture. We don't know who that person is. We don't know exactly. what that person is going through. Like, I think, like, it's so hard because, like, while we hate like when it happens to us like sometimes in our heads like we we do the same thing like obviously we're not like vocal like other people and like then we don't we do what people do to us but like sometimes we like have that thought in our heads and we're like oh my god no why are you saying that yeah why are you thinking that exactly and it's i i exactly and i read this thing recently where it was like don't um don't be angry with yourself with the first thought you have in your head it's the second thought and the third thought that comes after that you should really okay try to look to because it's if you have a first thought of like wow okay I'm gonna judge this person and say oh my god look at that like that person maybe doesn't necessarily look so good right now but if your second thought is catching yourself and going oh fuck why the fuck did I just say that like that was unnecessary and that was mean and that helps no one okay, how do I move on from this and make sure I don't think like this ever again? That's what's most important. Catching yourself and being like, okay, I just had a moment where I wasn't necessarily the best person ever in the world. That's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to have those moments as long as I acknowledge that that happened and is like, okay, I'm going to move forward and try my best to stray away from having such negative um, thoughts in my head and having such a negative mindset. I think that's, that's all you can do because you can't help yourself if sometimes you do fall into those habits of judging people too soon mm-hmm. but if you catch yourself and you tell yourself okay that's not okay let's not do yeah. that babe 
let's move on and not do that. Yeah, I think that's what's most important. And if, at the end of the day, yeah, I think the only person who's like stopping yourself from like growth and like who's letting this affect, who's letting like something like that affect you is like yourself because it's like, why are you listening to those people? Why are you letting them like affect? who you are why are you letting them affect your mental state but obviously sometimes yeah. it can be really difficult because like yeah. if they constantly say it if they like just like make it so apparent to you and just like it's like the shutting off from the rooftops but it's like it's mm-hmm. so difficult to like be like it's so easy to say just yeah. forget it just ignore what they're saying because it's mm-hmm. hard that's it's the advice that like parents give like oh just ignore it but like it's it's yeah. hard to ignore it it's is hard. difficult. Yeah. Especially if it's just like, oh, it's fine. Exactly. And it's just like, exactly. If it bothers you, it's allowed to bother you. Yeah, and exactly. Just, and that's okay. Don't show it to that person. Yeah. Talk to it's people okay. you're comfortable yeah. with. Exactly. It's like, if someone's, exactly. So if like you go, to a family reunion or honestly if you go anywhere and someone says something mean to you or says something that hurts you you don't have to shut it off and be like no it's fine that didn't affect me it's okay to let it affect you and it's okay to feel those things but then to know from then on be like okay that's what they think that doesn't say anything about the person that I am that doesn't define me as a person that if anything defines who they are as a person and take this information be like, okay, that really hurt me. I've had a moment to process it and a moment to sit with it and think yeah. of it. Okay, is it going to serve me to keep sitting with this? Or mm-hmm. can I take that information and know that it hurt me and be like, okay, well then fuck them. It's okay that if they feel that way. I can't control that. What I can control is how I feel about me. And how I feel about me is pretty damn good. And I pretty yeah. and I feel pretty I feel pretty damn happy with who I am as a person and how I look um and I think that's honestly all you can do because you can't control mm-hmm. what other people say and you can't control what other people think and you can't control what other people comment on your posts what you can do is control how you take that information in and how you let it help you grow as a person yeah, that's okay. all you can do yeah you're I think. literally completely right and I think like the worst thing about this like just he- the human race in general is that we just don't really know like how to handle certain things and like sometimes like we let things affect us when they don't really need to and like while yeah. we're trying to grow as individuals it's hard when like people like come in your life and like say certain things because like everything that people say like it'll, it will resonate with you like mm-hmm. completely and I think yeah. when it comes to like your self-growth, when it comes to your journey in life, when it comes to growing up, mm-hmm. we all experience things. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the fact that we've experienced everything for a reason. Everything has happened that- for a certain like ex- like a certain reason. Like whether there are there there are really horrible times, really good times. We've mm-hmm. been through that, but we're stronger. We've come out on the other end and we're still living. We're still thriving. We're still doing things yeah. that make us happy. Everything that's happened has had to happen in order for you to get to this specific moment. Exactly. First to be fucking talking about this shit on a podcast. Do you know what I mean? We've had, mm-hmm. we've had to go through everything that we've gone through to get here. And for that, yeah. I feel, yeah, even for the bad moments, I feel so grateful because it, 
allowed me to see the things I wouldn't necessarily do and be like, okay, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to yeah. be that person who makes someone feel bad about how they look or, you know, mm-hmm. how they seem or their personality or their choices. And that's all you can do is just take the little moments in life, whether they're good or bad, and see how yeah. you can go from them and become a better person from them. And yeah, and I think, I don't know, I think, yes, that's what I think. Like, what I hate is when people are like, why are you kidding me? That's like white people. And it's just like, what, what do you the mean? hell is wrong with all, you? That is, that is so wrong. What do you mean? Why are you making friends with white people? Because they're human beings too. And exactly. we that Honestly, the only reason I make friends with anyone is that we seem to share a connection and a vibe and you know they make me feel good about myself and hopefully I make them feel good about themselves and that's essentially we it. our friends by the color of no. their skin, their race, not, not at all. It's, it's not making you pretentious. Vibe. Exactly. It's it like, does not make you pretentious to want to befriend people from other races or cultures. Yeah, especially. oh my god. Not, I know. That's like a misconception, especially here. Especially in Asian countries, because it's like, yeah. they're like, because like, oh my god, I'm going to expose every single Malaysian when they're like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not even going to explain what that, what it is, what it means, but like, yes. yeah, yeah, that's what people say. Yeah, it is. It's like, okay, number one, yes, they are white. Mm-hmm. Number two, so what? I, why exactly. is that- thing like they're my friends I feel like I've you know found solace and comfort in them therefore they are my friends it does not matter whether or not they are Asian or white or of other races it really does not matter Um, we're all great people we're all like obviously like there's some there's that fair share of people who are like quite mean but at the end of the day we're all human we're all very unique in our own way we're all different we all yeah. like we're not carbon copies of each other like we're, we're obviously gonna have different bodies different faces different yeah. personalities like you can't expect us to be the same and i think that's the worst thing especially in malaysia people are yeah. expected to be the same and it's like no i am not gonna follow that person because yeah. you want me to be like that no I'm not going to fit into this box because it's what is expected of me. I don't exactly. feel comfortable in this box. Therefore, I'm going to choose to either live outside this box or find my own fucking box. I'm not going exactly. to yes, confine myself to what you want me to be. Uh, no, thank you. Life is a way gonna, too short for that. Exactly. I'm not going to confine myself into something that you expect me to be like you represent as my identity. No way in hell am I going to let you like describe me or define who I am exactly like (laughs) exactly because that's the thing being a Malaysian or being a Malay girl is definitely such a big part of who I am and I but that's because I've chosen for it to be such a big part of who I am um but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's all I have to be and therefore, I yeah. should fit all the criteria of what that should, you know, of what that expectation is. It's not at all. I'm allowed to also maybe like a little like Western things. Like I, I like it's the same thing as fucking liking nasi lemak, but also liking to eat lasagna. 
Like some days I'm going to want my nasi lemak or my kuetiao. But some days I'm going to want my pasta or cheeseburger. Like mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to like both and I'm allowed to embrace both. And I feel yeah. like that should be fine because that's just who I am as a person and that's a decision that I'm making. Exactly. Um, yeah. So what would you say to yourself mm-hmm. like when you first started applying in secret? If you could talk yeah. to yourself back then, what would you yeah. say? Would that person be like, oh my God, I can definitely see myself being in this environment. Yeah, I can definitely see myself being the person I am today. Yeah, um, I think... I mean, even then going through that, the rush of like, wow, I don't even know if I'm good enough to get into these schools. But it's like, wow, okay, I have to do this alone because I feel too scared to share this with anyone else because I feel like I'm, I'm letting people down. I think if I could say one thing to myself back then, it would be, you're not letting anyone down. If anything, you are being so fucking brave for taking this on and embracing who you want to be as a person. Don't feel scared. Just fucking do it because nothing bad can come out of this truly nothing bad can come out of taking ownership of who you are as a person um yeah that's that's what i tell that little girl fucking scared in her bedroom going oh my god i hope i don't get caught applying to these fucking drama schools at 12 a.m at night that's all we really have time for but like thank you so much for being a part of the podcast uh thank you so much for having me it, this it's was okay. amazing <laughs> And it was so nice to get to talk to you and really dive into these, um, dive into all of this. Um, and I hope that only good things can come out of this and that, you know, if if we, this is such a Malay thing to say, um, but I'm choosing to say it because I love it and it's become a person, a, 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 it's become a big part of who I am. If we offended anyone, um, <laughs> we deeply apologize. That's I'm not so what sorry. <laughs> It's kind yeah. of love that if we but truly if we offended anyone we that's not our that wasn't our intention at all and um, we hope you can forgive us if not well sorry that's just the way we think and I I honestly I I'm not that's yeah that's just the way we think and uh, we hope you know this brought light to certain situate I don't know where I'm going with this now oh my god okay thank you guys for listening and we really appreciate it and we'll see you soon